0: Welcome back to the Dave Ellswick Show. This is J.R. Davis filling in for Dave this morning. It is 736 and 48 degrees outside. Uh, it has been a busy 24, 48 hours for our next guest. I'm honored to be joined by Governor Hutchinson by phone this morning. Governor, thanks so much for taking a few minutes to visit with me this morning.
1: J.R., it's uh, always good to be with you on the Dave Ellswick Show.
0: I mean, it's kinda, it's kind of it's kind of nice because, you know, you're my former boss and now I'm interviewing you it's a little bit different
1: oh you're establishing uh, all of the uh, rules of engagement uh, make sure everybody <laughs> knows that uh, well governor we uh, miss you in the governor's office you're our communications director there and uh, in the private sector now and now you're a voice on the radio
0: that's right I'm just trying I'm just trying to you know figure out what I'm actually good at so I can stick around for a little bit longer uh well governor you've had a uh, crazy couple of days just, you know, here and there and everywhere. You had the the Governor's Conference on Tourism in Fort Smith on election night. Uh, you were back in Little Rock Wednesday morning to go over to present your budget to a joint budget committee um, with the legislature. And then, of course, you visited with political animals yesterday to kind of dissect what we saw Tuesday night. Let's start with your budget. Uh, can you walk us through some of the highlights of what you proposed to the legislature yesterday?
1: Well, it's a balanced budget uh, that uh, also provides us with a a surplus. We're actually budgeting in extra funds. We're not spending it all. And so the budget shows the slowest growth in about eight years in terms of increase in spending. It's only 1.5% increase. And then it sets aside... I believe it's $40 million for our restricted reserve account. So we're not spending it. We're putting in a savings account that can't be touched, except without the concurrence of the governor and the uh, general assembly. So it's for future tax cuts. It's for emergency uh, uh, times that we might have. And so those that's a highlight. Now, what we also did, though, was uh, we do have a backup in our county jails once again, of uh, state prisoners that are waiting space. And so uh, we uh, spent or uh, putting uh, money in the budget for $2.6 million for uh, new beds in community corrections that will allow us to relieve that pressure from our counties, uh, that will increase our public uh, safety investment and, and uh, make the system work better. So that was a necessity to do. We're fully funding education, of course, uh, making sure that we're meeting the requirements of uh, quality education across Arkansas. Uh, It's a good budget. It's a conservative budget. It uh, constrains spending. I did sound a warning that uh, we are going to uh, have some increased costs in Medicaid uh, down the road that we Mm -hmm. have to be prepared for.
0: I do think it's interesting when you – you point out yesterday it was in the paper this morning when you talk about the fact that you know 1.5 percent growth is the lowest rate of growth uh, in years in state government. It's a big deal, especially when you factor in you know when we talk about the three big budget items that take up most of the budget with education, you know, public safety, uh, Medicaid, health care. Uh, that's a really important number for people to understand that when you're growing at that low of a rate, uh, that's that's a uh, Solid, you know, fiscal responsibility. Uh, Governor, I wanted uh, to hit. Go ahead.
1: Well, I just to uh, second your point that you know the big budget items are public safety, which are prisons, and naturally, as you grow as a state, that goes up a little bit. Education, we're continually to want to invest money in education, and so that's going to go up. Uh, and then you uh, have uh, the other regular needs of the budget and. Uh, you know, that's uh, naturally where we try to control it. But we're delighted with that uh, slow growth. Uh, it reflects the important work that we've done in transformation of uh, making it more efficient in state government.
0: Something that people may not quite understand is the reserve fund. When you talk about the long-term reserve, this is something that's been really important to you. Uh, and you talk about, you know, potential future uh, tax cuts or, uh, you know, in a downturn in the economy, Kind of explain to folks how important this long-term reserve fund is for the state, and not just for a rainy day type situation, but for the bond rating for the state as well.
1: Well, uh, absolutely. And we've had a habit in Arkansas government uh, long before I became governor that we would project our revenues, and then we would spend all of our revenues. And so year after year, we did not accumulate any savings. Well, any family knows that that puts you in jeopardy. If you lose a job or the economy goes down, uh, you could be in trouble real quick. And so working with the legislature, we created this long-term reserve fund, and we started out with $100 million in that. That's gradually grown to over $150 million. But even with that, uh, they measure the adequacy of our savings account. For a state based upon how long you can exist with your reserve. We need to be able to grow that uh, some more so that we can reduce our bond rating, which saves us on interest cost uh, for the state on some of our bonds. So uh, it's just a long-term goal that we have. But, you know, as we manage the budget, people need to understand we're not spending everything. We're trying to put money in savings as well.
0: You can see the governor's breakdown in the budget in uh, this morning's Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Governor, we're going to switch gears like you had to yesterday, going from joint budget uh, to Political Animals Club. We had a very interesting Tuesday night here in Arkansas uh, from you know the Democratic presidential race where we saw Joe Biden have a spectacular night. But we had a lot of interesting races here in Arkansas, local and, of course, the one statewide race with uh, the Supreme Court. I just want to get your take. What were some of the takeaways? Uh, you shared a little bit of this at the mansion yesterday, at political animals, but, but what, what are some of your takeaways? What's your biggest takeaway, I guess I should say, from Tuesday night?
1: Well, I mean, the big storyline uh, is the uh, victory of Barbara Webb winning the uh, Arkansas Supreme Court uh, judgeship. Uh, that was uh, you know a tough race for her, but she won that. It was a very uh, well-run campaign. Uh, but then, you know, the, the other races other than the presidential campaign were primarily the legislative seats that uh, were on the ballot. And I don't think that they had a particular theme this year. There were a lot of local issues that mm-hmm. dominated it or the personality or, or uh, you know, just the uniqueness of the individual race, which is somewhat traditional in uh, local races. But uh, we had some good candidates that were elected across the state. As governor, of course, I look at it, and how is the uh, election going to change the makeup of the uh, General Assembly? Mm -hmm. And it's certainly going to continue in a conservative path, but we have some uh, new members that uh, are going to have to be brought up to to speed on things. But uh, I think, uh, you know, I've I've been on the losing side, and uh, there were a lot of happy faces, but a few frowns uh, on election night, and that's uh, typical.
0: It was a very, very interesting night. Like, again, not much going on uh, in the state, but there were a lot of those, as you mentioned, local races that uh, came down to just a few votes. And it's kind of funny. It's cliche. I know everyone said, you know, every vote counts. But it seems like the last couple of cycles in Arkansas, every vote does count.
1: Well, it does. We had some very close races. And, of course, we had a special election about two weeks ago in which the deciding vote was an absentee ballot that came from Sweden. And so yeah. uh, every, every vote does count. And uh, and we should be reminded of that there's going to be a couple runoffs. Uh, but then the general election uh, is going to be uh, important for these candidates and the direction of our state as well. Presidential campaign was certainly interesting. Uh, you know, uh, Joe Biden had a, an amazing uh, 48 hours led yeah. into Super Tuesday and came out with momentum. But there'll be a lot of ups and downs in that race as well.
0: I'm going to ask you about that. So am am I overblowing the Biden situation in that I can't remember someone who basically on Friday, you know, people were were done with Joe. He's probably going to win South Carolina, but how much? He's no longer the front runner. And then within a period of 48 hours, he's the front runner again and the delegate count leader until California comes in.
1: Uh, That's right. And uh, I think it was an amazing, uh, probably historic 48 hours uh, that turned uh, a candidate from uh, being uh, on the uh, forget list almost (laughs) and moving him in to the front rudder status. But what that tells you is that, uh, you know, it could swing again. And so uh particularly with Joe Biden, I think there's a lot of unpredictability there. People are even though he's been on the stage for a long time, they're still starting to now think about him as a presidential candidate and how he would shape up against uh President Trump uh and Bernie Sanders is not going to go away. He's going to stay in this fight uh all the way to the convention. So I'm I'm on the Republican side just watching the Democrat side, <laughs> but it certainly is interesting. And to me, it goes to show that we made a good decision by moving our primary to March 3. Mm -hmm. So we joined the other Super Tuesday states, and we've had a number of candidates come in here. So we are participating in that presidential campaign, which I think is exciting for the Arkansas voters.
0: Governor, last thing, and I'll let you get out of here. You're not on the ballot this year, but there is uh, a very important initiative that is on the ballot. That's issue one. We're talking about uh, continuing the half-cent sales tax for... You know roads, bridges, highways, uh, that's really important to you. Uh, it's important to the people of Arkansas and, of course, making sure that we are able uh, to continue to uh, maintain uh, our highways in this state. It means a lot to the economy um, and, quite frankly, it just means a lot to commuters on an everyday basis. Talk to me a little bit about uh, the importance of issue one and, and how involved you're going to be uh, moving forward on this
1: this will be my primary focus in terms of campaigning for this fall. This is so critical to the future of our state uh, to be able to accommodate our growth, to make sure that we can have adequate and maintain our roads. And, uh, and we have to remember that this is not a new tax. This is an extension of an existing half cent sales tax. That's already going to roads. We want it to continue to go to roads, but this is really foundational for our future uh, I think that it's in pretty good shape because I figure that everybody who's hit a pothole as they drive to work will vote for this, and uh, that's going to give you a lot of voters. <laughs> that's right. So, and, and that's really what it comes down to, that simplistic explanation that we want our roads to be well-maintained, safe for everyone, but also uh, to make our quality of life better in Arkansas so we can get to work in a safe fashion, and that's what this uh, issue one's about.
0: And Governor Hutchinson, hey, Governor, thank you so much. There's no one I respect more in the state than you. I appreciate you taking a few moments and uh, visiting with me this morning in a very different capacity. So,
1: <laughs> JR, great to be with you, and I hope everybody has a great day.
0: All right, thanks, sir. Governor Hutchinson, uh, weighing in on just a few items there. We talked about his budget, uh, which, again, and I'm back with Katie and Chelsea, it's Pretty astounding that one and a half percent growth in a budget that's as large as, you know, the state budget, uh I think a lot of people always wonder why can't you cut the budget? It's difficult, obviously, with those three big areas with education, public safety, and especially with Medicaid. It's it just continues to grow. And that's not an Arkansas problem, that's a national problem. But the fact that the governor was able to get that to one and a half percent growth, the slowest since two thousand seven. Uh, that's really really impressive it is and and it's it's conservative governing and it's being fiscally responsible uh with with our state budget and what we saw the increase from uh, thirty dollars per day uh, to 32 for the county jail reimbursement I mean we're we are uh, focusing on public safety mm-hmm. yeah. uh, education and and like I said being fiscally responsible with uh, the taxpayers of Arkansas's money yeah, it's a really, really big deal, and that's why I think that the listeners just need to understand that when you can, when you can do something that I mean, essentially, uh, as you mentioned with uh, some of the public safety aspects, but that it's a one and a half percent growth when you're considering Medicaid as mm-hmm. well. That is such a, a, a huge deal. So hopefully, listeners understand uh, the importance of that. Uh, if you could like bottle Asa Hutchinson's energy and sell it, I think you could make fortune. I'm Absolutely. just saying. I mean, the guy goes from one event to the next, and it just cracked me up that you know he was in Fort Smith on Tuesday night. He's presenting his budget on Wednesday morning. He goes from there, switches gears, goes to political animals, and weighs in on a completely different topic. He's just all over the place, which is great. But I just don't, man. I'm, I just whew, his schedule wears me out. I'm not even there anymore. <laughs> he has a packed schedule, and I think that um, I correct me if I'm wrong. I think every morning when he wakes up, he does. Jumping jacks and push-ups yeah. first thing when he rolls out of bed. And uh, yeah. just that energy is he impressive. He is in better shape. I'm 34 years old, and he's in better shape than I'll probably ever be. Uh, he plays basketball every <laughs> Friday. We do full court. I haven't played in a while, which um, I feel bad about. But full court basketball, Every I cannot tell you how many people have been injured playing these Friday basketball games. We've had knee injuries, ankle injuries. I mean, bloody faces, but Governor Hutchinson continues to uh, go through every single Friday unscathed in better shape uh, than uh, than any of us. So, anyway, it's interesting. Uh, we got to take a, a really quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to hit on uh, a couple of more points the governor spoke about, and then we're going to hit on that youth vote. We'll be right back. Uh, it's 101. The answer, Dave Ellswick.